Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl, Laborley, a.k.a. Ketley, and... You have now tuned in to Ambitiously, the podcast. Listen, things in order. Can you hear me? Let me know if everything is loud and clear before we get started. Um, Let me know, let me know, let me know. Okay, good, 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 good. Thank you, Doc. Welcome, welcome to the tap in. Um, that's what this evening segment is. Uh, it is the tap in. Thanks, Doc, baby. I just wanted to make sure I'm gonna tell you a little short story before we get started. Um, it's crazy. Um, it's bananas, but it's definitely time for the tap in. Hold on, something is not right. I would put that on the screen, but I'm not gonna put that on the screen. Ah, I knew I was missing something. It's okay. It's okay. What you need to know is that today is a tap in. Today is where we talk about whatever's in our bag because we're in our bag, and what is in our bag? It could be an artist, uh, an album, a producer a single um it could be you know whatever musically related it could be musically related and then afterwards we have a nice little thing we like to call the final exam where our um co-host of the evening doc will give us a nice little trivia and you gotta see if you can knock me off my pedestal baby because the champ is here i told y'all that already um first things first you can always drop a comment, call in, or text the numbers 443-850-4828, 443-850-4828. Or you can ask me to drop the link. Um, and I will. Um, but you must be on your best behavior. That is that. Um, also, remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast because... We like every like and share and every subscription. And we would like to show you love as well. We would, we would, we would. So, um, yeah, let's bring Doc in here real quick. Because he and he want to talk about my sweater. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see him talk about my sweater. But I had some things I had to get off my chest first, Doc, before I got to you. Uh-huh. Let me bring you up in here real quick. Hold on. Let me switch my angles. Yeah, I, I see you talk about my sweater. You damn right I got on the sweater. Hi, Doc. <laughs> Hello, Kat. How you doing today? I'm all right. You damn right I have on my sweater. You know why I have on my sweater? Because it is rainy and cold outside, and I don't do the cold. So I got on my shirt. I'm cute, you know, but I got my little sweater on my arms, too. Just got to keep it. And I got my little blanket, but we ain't going to talk about that either. It's um, all right. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So again, it is me. It is me, your girl Laborley, aka Cat Lee. And you have now tuned in to Ambitiously the Podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have please, you guys, he is not a professor, just like he's not Brazilian. That's true. But <laughs> for my sake, I call him Professor Doc sometimes. And every now and again, I'll say he's my Brazilian man, but he's not Brazilian, nor is he a doctor. Okay? So we got all that cleared up. Hi, Doc. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm ready for the tap in. Let's go down like memory lane, discuss all this stuff. AU Big Purr in the building, all that good things. 
you big per AU big per. I gotta switch lanes so I could be ready for the AU big purse. That's the problem. That's the problem. AU big per on some real talk. All right, so we're gonna go in our bed. Oh, also, before I even get started with that, AU big per, I want to talk about this really quickly and then I'll talk about it again afterwards with my um closing announcements and remarks but i want to get this on the screen at least once before we get in our bag um i feel like it's very important to what we have going on over here at ambitiously the podcast hold on we got we got we got I know what I got going on. My phone, my alarms going off. Okay, here we go. My alarms are going off over here and stuff. But listen, we have this coming up. Um, so I'm going to bring it on the screen on December the 5th. That usually is the tap-in day, but that day is going to be a smoke break where we will be sitting down with Bomb. That boy, Bomb. Baltimore is back. Let's get it. Um, we will be sitting down and having a conversation. He will be in the lab, um, chopping it up. I've had him on the show before, but we'll talk about that later. I mean, so that, y'all tune in December 5th, yeah, right? December the 5th at 9 30, our normal time. He will be in the building sitting here. Um, we've been working on a few things on the back end also to switch back to a, a thing that i like to have it's it's more of camera angles and stuff like that so i'm getting the studio all the way together and getting a studio together you hear all me right. making getting... it look fly for y'all she's making it look fly for y'all gotta tune in give her all the support yeah. uh comment ask questions get to know the artist yeah. bomb baltimore on his back right that's what it stands for yeah bomb baltimore on my back that's what it stands for um, so, but, um, and he's a dope, dope artist. We'll, we'll, we'll get to more. I've actually played some of his videos on this podcast as well. I, I remember seeing him before. Yeah. So, and he got some new things in the works. So we're going to sit down and have a um, conversation with him. And he said that he wanted me on his promotional, you know, circuit. So oh, I'm honored. You feel big me? Moves. Hey, you big person. I'm honored. Yeah, I'm on it. First time he was on here, did a few surprises that he wasn't expecting. So uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna throw any more of them in there. Oh, but okay. <laughs> but first time he was on the show, he was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I was just throwing. It was it was it was like anyway. Um, I mean, if you got a guest, keep them on their toes. It makes for an yeah. exciting interview. It was fun. It was real fun. Anyway, so our first person out the bag, remember I told you this is not subjected to only hip-hop. It's R&B. It's um, some of this, some of that. It's whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's music-related. It's within the... Um, I don't want to go too far because I like, like I said, other genres as well, but um, I try to keep it within the range of the hip-hop and R&B. Okay. I can um, so since we, we kept it on that range, the first person out the bag is her. Her. Okay. Yes. Okay. Her. So you do you want to begin or would you like me to begin? Um, so me being not the R and B person, I have heard her music. Uh very soulful, uh good songwriter. Um I remember there was a big thing that nobody knew who she was because it was something to do with her age. And so they kind of kept her silhouette, especially because her song topics were very more mature. That's one thing I do recall 
hearing about mm -hmm. this artist overall in my mind. But other than that, I can't specifically name a song that I really, really know. But I can say right. that of the music that I've heard, it is extremely talented, great songwriter. I will say that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I got a lot to say about her. One is um, when I first heard her, her music, I like saying her. <laughs> but when I first heard her music, yeah, um, it's conflicting. Cause it's her. Um, see, see how that flow, the transition. Cause it's her. You feel me? Like it you. worked. That great. It marketing wise, her choosing that as her stage name was freaking genius. Who is it? It's her. Yeah, and then it's like, who's mm -hmm. lying? And anyway, who is her? Her. her. She's the one. <laughs> What more do we have to explain other than it's her, right? But she has a beautiful, sultry voice. Oh, my gosh. I love that girl's voice. And I like the fact that she can collab with just about anybody. And it'd be a dope-ass fucking song. I love that about yeah. her. I also love just some throwback on her. Um, I also love that it's footage of her transitioning into who she is right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, it goes from her being a little girl to her being who she is right now. Her being performing on stage with her pops to her oh, being... Yeah, I did not know. Yeah, like her, she's... um Her father, it's a lot of a background behind her, but her father's African-American, her mother's Filipino. Okay. So... um. When she was young, her, her father had musical instruments in her hands, which is why she's so skillful, not only with songwriting, but also with playing instruments, which I love. If anybody knows anything about me, I love for my musicians to, if they're like singers, mm -hmm. um, I love when they play an instrument too. That's just right. like a beautiful thing to me. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to me. Did did she have a song with Brighton Tiller? She did. Okay, I think because I think I remember it was a song that I liked. I can't remember it, but I think it was. I think um, I Brighton Tiller had a song with an artist. I think it was her. Been. That's the name of the song. Could have been. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and actually, I love that song because on the low, you don't really pay attention, but Bryson Tiller really giving them background vocals. Up, you feel me? Like. Okay. You, if you go and listen to the song, you hear him in the background. He giving it up on the background vocals, but yeah, with her, you saw her like it's footage floating around on the internet right now. You can go look it up if you want to. Up to you, totally up to you. Um, of her performing when she was like seven, eight, nine. You feel me? Like, so she's not just a artist that just came out of nowhere. She's been hustling for this dream. And she's getting it in right now. I loved her as an artist. I I love. I got a, a few songs that I love by her. Um, a lot of songs actually. I think she dope. So I'm glad we pull her out the bag. Yeah, go first. Circle around and go back and listen to some R&B music of her, just because Cat likes it so much. I just want to see what it's all about. Then you know why? It's because one is um. One is, is that, you know, with the way that music has changed, and especially hip-hop, I got to find my wave somewhere, and it can't necessarily be with hip-hop right now. You feel me? So, you That's know, on the R&B tip, 
Let me see what these cats is doing. And that's been the way for time. You know, you flip back and forth throughout genres of music. I like different genres of music. So sometimes you might get me listening to some R&B. And sometimes I might be listening to some hip hop. Another child at some chance, especially if I'm cleaning, might be some classical music playing in the background. <laughs> might oh, hear some okay. jazz. You feel me? I'm I'm not I'm diverse in that way where you can't get me in a stronghold to one particular genre. Um, and especially means- because I was born in North Carolina, and in North Carolina we had one black station, and all the rest of them was everything else. And then we moved to Baltimore, and then I had all the black stations, and I was in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's that. I um. So, you know, I'm a very diverse girl. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. and then you really think bad. all the oldie but goodies that we came up on and you can't really, you know what I mean? When your mother wake, wake you up early in the morning to clean the house. Yeah, she Sunday, got cleaning, Saturday cleaning. Oh, speaking of sa- uh, Saturday or Sunday cleaning, waking up to clean the house, the Andre 3000, New Blue Moon, that's a perfect playlist so to do. Clean, waking up and cleaning the house? Yeah, okay, okay. And you know they got all the jokes about about him and his flute album, but at the end of the day, I you one must evolve. You can't keep doing the same fucking shit. And if the flute makes him fucking happy, then by gosh, let the flute make that man happy. Let him play his flute through the street. Just let him. Oh, shucks. Rock and step in the building. Hi, Rock, honey. Yeah, let him play his yeah, flute. Rock, rock. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let him play his flute all through the halls and the streets. As long as he ain't turning into no Pied Piper, we should be all right. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, but if, if nobody heard that, uh, his new album, it's, it's, it's not hip-hop at all. Zero. However, just based on musical, it is very relaxing. Like I put it on right. when I was cooking the other day, so just and, and it, oh, was the meal delicious right afterwards? Yeah, it was a great I put, meal. I put, I put, yes, it was. It was great, wonderful, delicious. I was just you know going through the kitchen, just doing my thing. So okay, yeah. okay, and the flutes went flowed with all of that. What you had yes, going it was on was a, a perfect symmetry of food and musical fluteness, all in one. If that's a word. That's, that's a word. <laughs> Musical fluteness. All right, our next song, um, the next joint that we played, pulled out the bag is a song, and it is entitled Four, Three, Two, One. Oh, the um, LL Cool J song? Yeah. We talked I, about the song before. I mean, well, we I, talked about the controversy. We talked about everybody in that song, the song. <laughs> the controversy behind the song, which yes. was a lot. Um, but I guess we could tap back into it again because we talked about the controversy, but the song in itself was a hard freaking song. Yes. It was exactly. an amazing, impeccable song. And the elements that were on the song is what makes the song so fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got LL Cool J on there. You got Math and Red on there. Red, you got Cannabis. Even yeah, though his little life was short in the hip hop realm, he was on there. Um, you got Dan Max on there. Yeah. That was a beautiful freaking song. And, and, uh, I'm from the South, so I always remember the remix with Master P. 
Yeah, and then remixed it. Master P hopped on there real yep, quick. Because yep. ah, he bought yep, about it. You feel me? Exactly. <laughs> it was yep. a perfect hip-hop symmetry if I, you feel me, might add. You feel me? Like, I, I felt like everything about, everything, every verse on that song was hard. Everybody on that song was already hard. You feel me? Yeah. What um, more could you want from it? There is nothing more you could want from that song because I, I I know we talked about this because it was my first time really recognizing who DMX was because that right. was the thing that stood out about that song because I remember watching it on uh uh not doing TV raps it was the basement the basement yeah right. um watching it on there and I was stay out the dog I was like who's this guy and that just blew my mind away so. That's what I remember. I like, like, oh, just could you talk about that verse? I want to play it right now, but I can't. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Too many times within the week, but <laughs> I wish I could play that verse right now. Oh, I I don't tell I don't tell him what to put in his mixes, but I might got asked for that in the mix. DJ <laughs> yeah, I might got asked for that in the. Speaking of him, big shout out to Rukezi. Um, he, he putting the girl, he helping put the girl in some rooms that I would like to be in, so I like it. Um, but yeah, that is super awesome. <laughs> um, oh, you pull out something else already? No, nah, I ain't pulled nothing out yet. I, I'm just still on that song. That was a dope ass song. Poor little cannabis, though. No, poor little cannabis. Well, eh, he he got what he was asking for. LL Cool J defended his tat on his arm. Um, it was yeah, just don't be trying to snatch my night, my little Mike. My little Mike. <laughs> my little Mike on my arm. <laughs> also, the video treatment was really interesting too, because it was. as far as I remember, I think there was like two versions of the original video because it was right. like one. Most of the rappers were just like regular street clothes and just kind of in a cipher. Then the other right. one was when they were like in hollow. It was like more the of a darker, scary movie. Yeah. yeah, like the darker element and crazy stuff was going. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember Cannabis was like a football player. Meth was, right. uh, he was like a, a witch doctor, I guess. And then Red was a zombie. I'm a mummy. Yeah. See, I remember Elo Kuja. He was something else. And I can't remember what it was, but I always remember the beginning where he's just in black and white and right, it's like in right. a cipher still. So, right. Right. Yeah, uh, you know them them um video budgets was big back then. You could you, yeah making movies for real. One version of the video and then a whole nother version of the video, and that's crazy because I kind of keep that concept to even now and today. Like when I we just saw one promo, but it's, the next promo is a whole different one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It regurgitates so. Um. Yeah. Don't, Dope, dope song. Dope. I mean, it was a crazy, bugged out law, but I think that was for the time of what that, you know, that treatment, that that creepier treatment was, because people yeah. was bugged out there. Bugged out. Oh, because yeah, because DMX, his portion was in black and white too. He was with the dog, and he had the ski goggles on. Right. Yeah. Right. But his right. his part matched LL Cool J part more than Red and Meth. Their parts match. And then that cannabis match with them. So I don't know. I not that I think that video, like it, didn't go match, together though, it was more focused on and I because you had so many different artists in that one particular song, 
Um, I think they was trying to do like read a math more to their personalities versus okay. matching up with. And I can see that. You, you, like if you look at it, because DMX had the dogs. That what is his moniker? Dogs, yeah. dogs for life. You feel well, me? When he came out, um, he didn't know that at the time. <laughs> Oh, well, you didn't, but I think he was trying to introduce that to everybody because everything had a growl in it. Yeah. You feel <laughs> like everything. And he was yeah. <laughs> he was doing that before he was even got stories about DMX having conversations with the dog, like while rapping. That's so <laughs> so yeah. It match up with his personality. I don't know too much about cannabis. I think that's what it was with cannabis too. Also, it wasn't even just the Al Cool J shutting him down thing, but I think that people were well, still trying to find his personality and couldn't really see that too much yet. There's, um, I'm gonna send you a link to uh, a video about cannabis because cannabis is an awesome rapper. It was just that he was too eccentric to really fit into the mainstream of everything and. They even talk about the story behind when he did the uh, the verse about let me brawl that mic on your arm. That's how Elokuja got to fit in because it, cannabis. They say it wasn't a diss; it was just the way he was writing his rhymes. But LL took right. it as a diss, so he went right. back and the song or something. So it, yeah, it's a right. He, yeah, I do remember that. I seen you know I know a little bit about that at that time, but I don't think also that nobody could see his personality just yet. Like you could see DMX in that video already. You could already, you already knew who Al Cool J was, and he had by that time went through a couple different personalities because he didn't like switch it up. Like, <laughs> Come on, they call me Big Ellie. No, they don't. Yeah, you, they call me Big. What? You do what? <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, um, not even gonna get on that again. <laughs> if we go back to that conversation big shout out to king knox because that is definitely a conversation that we had props to knox props to king knox <laughs> definitely a conversation we had when he was in the building but so we're not going back to big alley okay but um <laughs> but he already had a couple of personalities and then you had Red and Meth on that track and they personalities individually, but then their personalities, like two other personalities together. So, yeah. it, you know what I mean? I think maybe he might've got a little lost in that too. That was a big, some, some, that was a big, like, situation to step into. You, Al, yeah. Al Cool J, freaking Meth and Red Man, and no up and coming DMX, but already a hot little nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was a lot yeah. to, that was a lot to step into. So listen, it's crazy that this is coming out the bay because we just had a conversation about them the other day. Um and we going back to the R and B side, but okay. I like this one. Jodeci. Oh, okay. Oh my bad. Oh, I can talk about this though. <laughs> oh, Jodeci, mm-hmm. man, them songs still do some things, get some people in trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jodeci, that was that was my 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 jam, my thing. One of the first uh, albums I bought or CDs I bought. Yeah, CDs I bought. I, I, that's when we had the conversation because I was like, I bought Jodeci and Cypress Hill, right? And exactly. yeah, so 
Yes, that was my music, my my muse to entertain the young ladies at the time. Um, that's yeah, that was my my thing. Why you I can't sing, but I can kind of harmonize it. Hey, you big purr. Yeah, I would use that to uh <laughs> set the mood while we was hanging out on my front porch or something. Uh, bring, my, bring my boom box out and I'm hey. say you had the boom box. Yeah, yeah. okay. I had some of the outfits, the uh the big high tech boots and the uh the the linen hoodie jacket thing with mm-hmm. the I was I was trying to do my thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I would say that's just Joe see for me. I mean, and right, then right, I can go right. down the line of the rest of this. Diary of a Mad Band was my favorite album, though. That was okay, okay. Because okay. then I always loved the uh, <laughs> the video too. Like these guys, they in the desert in leather pants singing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Me. Not hot? Like how? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Come on, it's been an hour since you've been gone. It's too it long. Was that that home. It was the narcotic. Because how you doing look, that? That part, look, I want to leave that out. But yeah. No, I, you got to. We going to talk about it. We going to talk about it. And we be saying <laughs> some things about Breezy. So we not going to leave hey, them out. We love them. No, we going to be fair. And that that's why they was able to do that video in the desert with leather pants and vest and boots on because yeah. the narcotic I had them cool so um but definitely as far as RB groups go <laughs> top on my list um man everything if anything I think about Joe to see I'm thinking about going through high school <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm that's my whole high school years some after high school years then, you know, Devontae did his thing, you know, breaking artists because there's a lot of big names that he broke and that are superstars today. Missy, freaking Timbaland, uh, freaking, even though Genuine is dated, but Genuine. Um, oh, phew. we forget that Jodeci came from uh, uh, Mary J. Blige, the father MC. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Before. Yeah, when, yeah. Oh, what is a treat I'm like? Exactly. There you go. Oh, yeah. Girl, no, no, something, something, something. Um, that's, so, that's when I had a Gumby, too, by the way. Before I was um, born, I had, had a Gumby. Gumby. Oh, man. I would love to see a picture of that. I cannot imagine. That's crazy. But yeah, man, that was my whole high school. Well, junior high school, high school, um, early adulthood years, Jodeci was killing the game. I don't know which album was my favorite album because I had some shit on all of the albums. Like, all of the albums. Um, of course, you had that whole Casey and Mary J. Blige going through their whole little yeah, thing. But if was- you look at how long they had been around each other. It seems about right for them to have gotten with each other. You know what I'm saying? It would make sense. It would make sense. Because they was around. If you think about now that we went back to that father MC and um, they was around each other then and I was Uptown Records. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes sense for how they wind up. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, they both in the building yeah. together at the same time, running each other. Probably got booked for the same shows or same tours. tours. You feel yeah. me? That that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I like to call Casey and JoJo the dynamic duo. <laughs> they always sound like we going to church. I don't care yeah, what it is. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me ask you this question. I'm going to ask this question because this is always a debate we used to have. Can All Casey right. sing? I think that Casey sings like he's in church. So if that's the case, yes, because he's saying like he's supposed to, he about to take you and you about to catch the Holy Ghost. Okay. I'm just asking, we used to debate so, yeah. about that. Can Casey really sing? Or is it just that he can vamp and make noises that sound cool? <laughs> nah. Nah. And to be little, uh, 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 well, not many people know this about Casey. He had his own album way, 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 way before it was a Jodeci. Oh, really? Because he was yeah, singing in the church. That's why they sing like they in the church, because they family was singing in the church. And Fantasia is their cousin who also was singing in the church in North not Carolina. Really. That's what you do, though. You feel I me? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, are from North Carolina. Huh? Yeah. In church. It, was church. it was not a secular album. Oh, it was like okay. a church gospel album. But before but yeah, Jodeci itself? He way before Jodeci. He was little. Okay. He oh. was little. Okay. Um, dang, I can't remember what, what he went by. Cedric. Something like a little Cedric or something like that. But yeah. Okay. Interesting. Look at that. He got, he had a whole album way before he ever got with Jodeci. Um, or before Jodeci was formed. He was singing in the church. So that's why he sound like why he always sound like he's singing. In the church, it just you know, switched over. To I know we could not. Do, I, I agree that he probably couldn't sing. He just makes a lot of cool sounding sounds with the ooh yes. No, he's just sang like he at church. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what it boiled down to. He sang like he in the he got because you know when you got the choir behind you, you gotta go right. a little bit further so you could be heard and while the choir. That's how many people like. 20 people behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You agree, you can sing. I was just curious about what your opinion was on that. But if you say, hey, he can sing, he can sing, then I'll let yeah, it go. He, <laughs> he sang for the church and where he should have been probably singing at. But then he turned the leaf. And then the next thing you know, Jodeci was formed. And then we got all the nasty songs. <laughs> yep. yep. See, I have to get out. A couple of begging songs. Um, you know, a couple of um begging songs, but a lot of nasty songs because niggas couldn't leave a nigga alone because a bitch had him fainting. And um, <laughs> one of my favorite songs, by the way, one of my favorites. I love one of my favorite songs. Um, and then you know, niggas think about freaking you, you feel yeah. me? So <laughs> we got some, some begging songs. Um, we got five of my lady. Shout out right. to I'll be sure for writing that about Kim Porter. But we don't want to go back yeah. to that because we came from that yesterday. Yeah. But I'm just saying, shout out to I'll be sure for writing that for Kim Porter. <laughs> you come and talk to me. But he was really saying, girl, come over here. And yeah. like, I consider that a nasty song. I'm really? sorry. Yeah, I do. 
that was a cool, cool guy. That was a Airways was at that time. Oh, wait a minute. I got to show some love real quick. We got some love. Um, what up, Chuck? Um, Chuck Taylor, thanks for the love. Um, but anyway, uh, only because what you want me to come and talk to you about? That you really was... want to know me? And then we talking about it's men saying this to a woman. So you don't really want to know me. You want to know your name. So he can what? Why do he want to know, know you? All right, look, when I played that song when I was young, that was a motivational song for me to go over and talk to the girl or tell her, hey, can you mm-hmm. come over here or send your friend to go, whatever. Yeah, I, get it. I get it. But what was your deeper motive? To fill her up? <laughs> I'm still a boy, geez. <laughs> exactly. Look, you still a boy. They were still boys, not quite men yet. So they you were know, saying, wanted, come and talk to me, girl. I wanted her to come talk to me because I wanted to know her name because I, I wanted to ask her name. if she wanted to go to the dance with me. How about that? That's what she was doing. But we talking yes, about Casey going to Devontae and Dalvin. And they ain't want to go to no dance with her. <laughs> we know we will never know. Oh, yes, we do know. Look at their whole lifestyle. They ain't want to go to no dad going school dance. They said, Come and talk to me. <laughs> really? Come on now. Let's keep it real. Let's keep he it about her out to the dance. That's what he was doing. That's what she was doing, Doc. That's not what That's they what all the gentlemen doing. were doing at that young age. We were respectful young gentlemen. And I refused they to They weren't at that age. Them. They was at the I want to freak you age. <laughs> it happened after I, the day. Okay. I see that you're trying to take out for Casey and JoJo and Dalvin and Devontae. But yes. what I'm telling you is, I know about her. You know why I know about her, Doc? Because I was the girl that they were saying, Come and talk to me. I yeah. really want to meet you, girl. And then I know what they was trying to do after they met me. And I came and talked to him. I'm just saying, I ain't no fool. So you, I ain't never been, and I ain't never going to be. <laughs> so you wanted to go um, to the dance. <laughs> this joint is crazy because um, it's crazy because we rarely we we talked about a couple of people within that round, but we didn't talk about this particular song. This song that just came out is um, "Get You Home." You know what song I'm talking about specifically? Uh, wait, you say "Get You Home" or "Take You Home"? Yeah. But not even that one. Not even that one. It's bringing it back to hip hop with um oh, Junior Mafia. Oh, Junior Mafia. No, Mafia. It had Aaliyah singing on it. It was Junior Mafia rapping on it. Now I'm trying to like And I'm going to tell you why I never forget it because I had a cassette tape and I played okay. that bitch. Till that bitch popped. <laughs> you loved it that much. Aaliyah was on there rocking and she had a you know, a little hello, hello pitch. And you know, she was giving that ghetto flavor. And then little Kim was on there. Um, dang. Ah. I don't know if Caesar's on there, but it was a couple of the junior mafia members on there. And that joint bop. And the video was actually kind of cute. You feel me? It was a party. See, now I gotta go point. back and look because I'm when you first started singing the Lisa Lisa because they, they got it from Lisa Lisa in the cult jam. You feel yeah. me? She got they got it from them, which also, by the way, 
by the way, as a little girl, was one of Cat's favorite groups. Lisa, Lisa, I Lisa, 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 they was oh man, talk about you gotta think about the dances that was all back in them times. That's when I could dance. I can't dance now, but back then I was fucking some shit up. I was in dance battles, the dance Roger Rabbit, the running man, the, the snake. I was the fucking it up. <laughs> you know, a girl could dance back then. I don't know what happened, where my moves went, but back then. I was fucking it up and winning money doing so. Who they oh, wanted? Who wanted that old. work? I'm always I'm not a casino gambling woman, but if I know it's a sure bet that I could fuck some shit up, a bitch will gamble. I'm trying to tell you, like, um, it's a video game. They always betted against me because I was girl. It was a shooting game t- called Time Crisis, an arcade game. Okay. I took bets on that game always, always won. I go in there with like $20. My ex-boyfriend would give me, huh? Because I know what you get right there. Yep, thank you. Go in there with $20, get my, my change, <laughs> and come out of come out of there with at least 50. I'm you at least at very arcade time crisis hustler. Yeah. Hey, you big person. <laughs> That's crazy. So, I'll find that. A girl would find that's why I said cat lived many, many lives. Because a girl will find a hustle any by any means necessary. I'm going hustle. And even to this day, I still I side hustle. I do this, but I got other side hustles too. I don't play with me. I'm gonna get to that paper. Hey you big part. Um, <laughs> hey you big part. Mm. Hey you big part. I'm gonna get to that paper. You better know it. But um yeah, so with the least least I'm what get you home joint. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaliyah was singing on it, Lil Cam rapped on it. I'm trying to think of who from specifically from Junior Mafia uh, rhymed on it. I can't be the only one that remember that shit though. I'm um, but it's this Lil Kim on there rhyming, and this was cute Kim. This was not. This was not Kim of. I don't know what's going on now. This was cute. She still had a cute face. And she was set in trend. Shout out to Puffy Baby Mama um, for being one of the dopest hip-hop stylists in the game because she was the one that was putting it together. And this was when she was cute. You feel me? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I just figured what? out something. What? So the name of the song is actually What? I Need You Tonight. Need you tonight. All right, I'm saying yeah. That's what I'm like. I don't remember this song. And when you say get you on, can't think of the Foxy Brown. Well, so I looked it up real quick. Aaliyah singing on the joint, right? Yeah, yeah. The Junior Mafia featuring Aaliyah. I uh, I need you tonight. Need you tonight. All right, there you go. Wow, you know it was the same song though. But the point is, that was um. I love that song. I loved a couple of Junior Mafia songs. This is too bad they ain't really get to go further. Yeah, but with Biggie passing away, that yeah, did all of that. That did all thing, and it was, I don't know. I, but didn't they have a falling out, Junior Mafia overall together, like with well, these thing. Mm-mm, that was after, after all us, after 
And that it wasn't the Junior Mafia. It was Lil Season, Lil Kim. And that's because of that whole court shit that Lil Kim had to go to behind um, beefing with Foxy. And then mm-hmm. Nori and them got involved in it. And there was a whole little situation in front of Hot 97. And um, a shooting happened. And C's didn't... T- even C's testified, wouldn't testify on her behalf or he testified he gave a testimony that conflicted or whatever, like whatever that was. I don't know what exactly that, you know, the, 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 I need to go. I should revisit that case though. I'm um, playing this detective these days. I don't know what's going on. I want court yeah. cases. I want to go see to, to get the specifics, but it was something between C's and little Cam in court. And yeah, that's, they got to the be Yeah. They got the beefing, but what really fucked Junior Mafia up was the Biggie situation. Yeah, if that's the glue, and you got no glue to hold everything together no more, I can understand how it could fall apart. But right, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, but it's they could have, they could have been dope. You feel me? And then I like that. You know, at the time of rap groups coming out, I like the element that they had that one little chick inserted yep. in the equation. You feel me? Like, that was kind of dope. Like, okay, yeah. And then you, you wind up. And if you think about it, they they paved the way for a lot of other people. Like, um, what's the... the uh, Dang, I can't even think of their name um, right now. Crime Mob. Oh, Crime Mob, Duck If You Buck? Yeah, yeah, Crime Mob. Well, like, good. for having... Some chicks in the group, you feel me? You you hear the nigga voices, but then you hear the female, you know what I mean? Uh, and then that kind of if you think about it, set the stone for that. You feel me? Like, all right, what if we just add a little female element within the group? And no, the classic position of the group with that would be would be the Fuji's with Lauren Hill. It would be, but they weren't on that same seat. They was more like, what's the word I'm looking for? It was the Fuji's. But and then Lauren Hill had the element, yeah. She 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 rap, but she could sing. With this situation, it's just coming you know, in rapping. Straight rap, straight rap. You know, just saying some old ghetto ratchet raunchy shit. Gangsta boo with Junior Mafia. But Junior Mafia would have paved the way because it wasn't those three six mafia yet. You feel me? Yeah, I get what you're saying. It wasn't no junior it before there was no Three Six Mafia when Junior Mafia was out. There was no crime on when Junior Mafia was out. Junior Mafia was out at the height where Biggie was still alive. None of them groups existed. They, I don't want to say that. I can swear, I can swear Three Six Mafia existed because <laughs> I'm like I remember they, this at the same time. But, but they didn't exist and on that that, that level. I agree. Where Biggie was doing, Biggie was fucking with them, and then you gotta think about it. That happened. And then you had um, Foxy with The Firm, even though that was a one-album situation. But you know what I'm saying? None of them niggas, 3-6 Mafia was not a, a thought yet yeah. on, a, on a global or national global scale. On a, on a national scale, because a lot of niggas ain't know about them yet. Yeah. When Biggie and Junior Mafia stuff. was bumping off, a lot of people did not know about... We talking about 90... Three ninety four ish. 
Nobody knew about them. They can't make it. Nobody knew about them. They might have been in the hood doing anything or, you know, had circuits spreading throughout the South. But I know nationally, everybody didn't know about them and definitely not globally. But I, I feel like Junior, Junior Mafia set the, set the tone for that type of shit. Um, on the ratchet wave, anyway. Um, so yeah, it is time to get to the love notes. So let me tell you this right, right quick about these love notes. Doc, you gotta go do something real quick. You got, you got everything you need. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. So the love notes. I used to just call it love. Doc always called it show notes. And then we just came to, to agree to call it love notes. So that's why it's called love notes because it's all about the love over here. And I don't got the big stacks no more. Ha ha ha! They gone! The big stacks is out of here! Uh-huh. <laughs> that's alright though because we got the big stacks on the rolling credits. Let me get to these love notes. Let me get to it. Um, Big love and then I'll explain more about the love notes in a second. It's big love because it's all love to the United States because these are my top six. The United Kingdom, India, France, Canada, Belgium. I love you specifically Brussels as far as Belgium is concerned. I love you Brussels. Thank you. Hi babies. Russia, Indonesia, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Turkey, Switzerland, Germany, Mexico, Austria, Philippines and Kenya. Hi, babies. Love you. Big, big, big love. Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, Spain, Japan, Ireland, and Nepal. I love you all. Thanks, darlings. Amoretas, Israel, Hong Kong, China, Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela, Czech Republic, Portugal, and Morocco. Hi, darlings. I love you. Way to go. Thank you for coming through and showing love. Now, let me explain something about those people that I just named, those countries. They are my listening audience. They come through. They show love. Man, I took a break for like a week. Uh, they were still showing me love. And I figured out why I couldn't tell y'all exactly what the number is. I was looking on the wrong device. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the exact number right now. Well, that's not the same number today as it was the other day. And the reason being is because we got more downloads. But um, as far as we are concerned, the number that we are at exactly is, hold on, 13,804. So we want our mission to hit the 15,000. And then um, after that, hopefully we'll be on our mission to hit the 20,000. You know, we're always striving to do more. To do a little bit more. So remember to yes, because Doc already put it on the screen. I love you for that. Thank you. Um, again, big shout out to King Knox. You know what I mean? Um, nice big DJ. shout out to my DJ. I gotta represent him because I represent him. So big shout out to my DJ and even opening some doors for you, girl. So I got mad love for him for that. Awesome. That's and awesome. DRG things in the in the works as we speak um we'll talk about it later um and then also remember to hit the like button we need you to hit the like button um for sure for sure but doc are we ready for this here um final exam 
Yes, we are. Let me just switch something around real quick. Um, I'm afraid, and I'm. Um, I'm I, still... This is not hard. I've I've made it a lot easier. Uh, uh, I'm gonna take myself off camera for two seconds. I'm afraid, but I'm still here and I'm still talking. I am afraid. So this is the final exam. Um, crowd participation jump. is uh, encouraged. Cat is hey. up. She is the champ. She is the winner right now. So if y'all can be throwing her, that would be awesome. The champ is here. Boop, 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 boop. The champ is here. My bad. Um. <laughs> so I made them a lot more easier. And let me start with the first one. Okay. I'm ready. Let's go. Right, Let's get it. First one. I am ready to go. I'm ready to go. Not ready, yeah. but I'm ready. All right. First, um, first question. Okay. Let's put this on the screen. See what we got here. So it says championships, earning him his first Grammy nomination. I know I'm gonna need a little bit more than this. Okay. Grammy nomination championship. Okay, I'm gonna need you can move Second on to one that. is right here. Remember, you can participate and knock me off my I might lose this one tonight though. Um is an advocate for prison reform um and criminal oh 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 I don't want okay I'm gonna give what I'm gonna give like One or two more. Okay. I'm gonna let you know after this next one. After the next one, I'm I might just blurt it out. I'm gonna try to give the, the last one, but go ahead, go ahead. This is the next one. But um, he's an advocate. You already know. And criminal justice reform. Yes, I think I already know. But I want to keep this fan since I don't got my competition in the room. Okay. I thought about. I'm gonna tell you this too in a minute. Um, his his <laughs> is it Meek Mill? Yes, it is. It is Meek Mill. Okay, I couldn't even go to the fourth one because I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna drop the last <laughs> two uh, two in there. His, then let me read that one because I didn't read that one. His breakout mixtape, Flamers to Hottest in the Hood, um, crushed the mark. Go ahead and give me the next two. I, even though I already guessed it, the answer was Meek Mill. Um. Dang, I was scared of this one. I was scared because I was like, I don't even know what we're going to be talking about. This rapper from um, South Philadelphia cap captured the attention of hip-hop fans with his early mixtape. Yeah, they was a little loud, too. I'm a little cousin who played them albums, and I'd be like, God dang, why is he always yelling? yelling. Um, <laughs> I remember somebody said Meek Mill record like he's in the other room, of the, uh, not in the studio. It, not, not in, in the recording room, but in the other room. Another, listen, yeah. Has an instant classic that turns the club up. That has the line, "Hold up, wait a minute." <laughs> he thought I was finished, and that's exactly the song that I heard when my little cousins, because they was yelling like, "Hold up, wait a minute!" And I was like, "Why are we yelling?" <laughs> <laughs> that's also though. So I did shift it. I made it a little bit more easier to get crowd participation so that if somebody right. did want to try to knock you off your throne as the queen of the final exam, they had at least had a chance. But if they couldn't, they didn't, then 
you still rank yeah, supreme. I mean, like maybe they nervous, like they scared that they can't beat me. I think that's really, really what really oh, okay. what it is. Like they they afraid because it's like it's a couple people watching right now, um, and ain't nobody joining. So I think y'all scared. I think oh, that's what it is. What's my score now? What's my score now? What's my score now? Oh, your current score is. What's my score now? So you just won this one. You got seven. I have five. Knox still has five, and the audience is still at zero. I'm just saying. You are cleaning. Now I thought about also because I'm about to bring this up in a second too. Um, I thought about also right. The idea of I was thinking about still, but I don't know how long this interview on the fifth is going to go because I was still thinking about throwing the um the final exam at the end of that to see if we could stop bomb and you know see what his hip hop media um um his hip hop history looking like, but um I don't know because I gotta see I got I'm gonna talk to him about that and then we might can still that you feel still do the um final exam even though we're doing a smoke break instead of the tech so i'm gonna see how that works out i'm gonna talk to him about it but yeah man i think y'all scared i think y'all not ready for me because the champ is here she is on her throne wearing her crown the queen she reigns hey you big car i'm just saying hey you big I had to push the button on y'all real quick. Hey, you big perk. Let me yes. tell y'all, I'm on. I'm feeling good. I'm on my little, my little throne. Oh, ain't nobody gonna knock me off my throne, but you can definitely lock, knock me off my hip hop pedestal. You feel me? My okay. my hip hop knowledge pedestal. Even though it's gonna be a hard one, it's gonna be a real hard one. Because at this I'm point, accept the challenge. Yeah, at this point, since Knox. I've made the decision that it's no holds barred. I'm taking no prisoners. Okay, no prisoners. Again, no this pr- is like the lion roar over there, for real. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> no prisoners. No hey, prisoners. That's what I decided. So, um, yeah, I'm knocking on my pedestal. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Let me know oh, what's up. I did have a question for you. Um, uh-huh. and- It'll be close to the end too. So when you were doing your uh, your uh, media Monday, I noticed you didn't cover the Will Smith story. Yeah, you know what? Because there was so much to cover. The Diddy story that I didn't even really cover the LA Reed portion of the segment, oh, which yeah, I think right. I should revisit that. I might go back into that a little bit tomorrow because I feel like I'm not done talking. There's so much going on right now, yeah, and the- so. But this that media cycle is why was like it just had. I mean, even though the the Will Smith situation has been going on for a minute, and actually the LA Reed situation has been going on for a minute too, but because that Diddy situation was so so fresh, and the way it went down, and how I kind of figured it was going to go down, and it went down exactly how I figured it was going to go. Down. And because he still got other things going on right now, too, I had to cover that. You feel me? Um, But I ain't done with that. I'm not done with L.A. Reid. And I'm definitely, I need to jump on this Will Smith situation. Although, I would hate to kind of a little bit because I get tired of talking about Jada. But she a part of that situation, too. So so she falls in the the realm with your... uh... (laughs) 
with the other person. Krishan Rocks. So yeah. I don't, don't like to say her name, so I try to avoid it for you. <laughs> I don't, but I gotta say she fall in the lane with the Krishan Rocks and the Meg Thee Stallion. But if I gotta talk about it, I gotta talk about it. And that's how I feel about that. So tomorrow we will be tapping back into a, you know, going back into these stories. Cause these are some sick ass mother. We gotta cover this. We gotta talk about that. So we're talking about that. I'm gonna be wired tomorrow, but not wet so much, but wired because I got some things to say. Um, so that's that. Um, okay, so let me get to the nitty gritty of what we need to get to real quick, though. Um, and then I'll um, yeah, I'll get into that. Um, first things first. First things first. If you would like to come on a show. Um, for advertisements or, you know, you, you're looking for advertisements, sponsorships, you just want to come on, talk about your business, um, you have a suggestion or you just want to just say hi, hit us up, ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Oh, wait, it ain't even on the screen anymore. Ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, I'm not, I jumped off of there real quick. If I play mu- mu- music videos, which I'm getting back in the wave of doing so. I know that I have permission. Um, but I'm going to be on the show and he tell you I got permission to play his videos. You know, I generally ask for that first. Um, you can always call in, drop a comment, or text message us at 443-850-4828. It's going to be over here trying to do something and I know I should just be doing this. Um, but and it wasn't working out for me. Um, remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and every subscription you can give. Yes, baby, we like it. Check out our website www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. I don't feel like I should have to put my cash app on the thing so you could drop donations because it's been on the screen all night long and like who's doing that and oh again now i got you in face to face thank you doc for joining our coffee we appreciate you for that thank you so much um but remember join the coffee as well i got some things i got i'm gonna work on that tomorrow because i know what we are actually going to talk about on tomorrow's show i got some things that's going to go on coffee as well so i won't get in trouble Coffee is going to keep me out of trouble and keep me from saying things. You know, because I always got to wait to cuss and then I slip every now and again and then I might say some things and people put the few in my coffee, then, you know, I could do all of that stuff and nobody's going to get me. Not going to get a beating. Um, <laughs> not going to get a beating from the powers that be. Big shout out to my DJ, Ruth KZ. Um, Big shout out to her. Y'all you know, hold it down. All right. And before I say my final salutations, there is this thing I got to do real quick. It's like kind of promote what we got coming up. That's what I got to do. So check this out real quick and I'll be right, right back. I need y'all to repeat after me. Whoever the loudest, I got y'all. Y'all ready? When I say that boy, y'all say bomb. That boy. Okay. I had to play that real quick. Happened in December the 5th. Um, same time as usual, 9 30 p.m. Bomb will be in the building. 
We're going to reflect on um, things of the past. We're also going to talk about his new up and coming um, projects that he's working on and stuff. And, you know, have a conversation. Bob and I have a lot in common. So, um, yeah. a lot more in common than most would know. Um, a few of the songs that we've played on this podcast actually were produced by the same person who produced my theme music for this show. He's also worked with a couple of other people as well, whose videos I've played as well. So, I mean, Bomb and I, but him and Bomb have a history as well together at making music. So, um, yeah, we'll talk a little, little bit about, you know, music and how we came to know each other. And then also what he got going on now, because that's the most important thing. Um, but yeah, so that's what's going on. Um, always. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. Let's get to the things that I need to need to need to say. Mind your business, except for on Media Mondays. Sometimes on the tap in, I might come through and give a, a few tidbits because it just come up in conversation. Um, Wet Wire Wednesdays, when they got me wired, you never know what we might be talking about. But the point is this. Mind your business, because everybody's business is not your business. And the safest way to live your life is minding your business, except for coming here and being nosy with me. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and don't forget to check out Thorough Thursday. I'm going to bring that up in a second. Bring that back in a minute. Um, yeah, and that's that. Love your babies, hug your babies, encourage your babies, tell your babies that they are the greatest of all times. You know why, you idiot? Because you are the first line of everything, defense, encouragement, all of that good stuff. And if nobody else tells them, you are supposed to tell them. Keeps them great. It keeps them doing amazing things. Keeps them awesome. Um, so yeah, tell them that they to grow go if they want to work for NASA, then tell them to be that best astronaut, engineer, receptionist, janitor, secretary, whatever the hell else they do over there at NASA. I don't know, I don't look there. Um, if they want to work for NASCAR, tell them to be the best NASCAR uh driver, pit boss, commentator, or whatever the hell else. They, I don't know what they do over there at NASCAR, not NASCAR either, but the point is just tell them to be great at it, be the best that they can be. Um, not gonna say that other part because if they want to do that, they should be the best at that too. But the point is, just tell them to be great. Um, stay in your lane because my lane is definitely not the lane you want to be in. You jump in my lane, you get her all day, baby. Hold on, you get her. All day. They don't even care. Chill on me. You don't want her. You want her. You want. She's sweet, kind, and cuddly and all that good stuff. And especially her. Hey, you big perk. Hey, you, you want big perk. You want that. You want that work. Hey, you big perk. Big shout out to Professor Doc over there. He is not a professor. I don't want to keep saying this to y'all. He's not a professor. <laughs> He's not resilient. Okay. But big shout yep. out to Doc. Um, and that's that, man. And that's that. And um, so, but usually what happens, usually I don't even put that on the screen and I hate that I didn't do that. That's always my cutie mark. Um, what happens when you jump into my lane or anybody's lane for that matter is a, a collision and who the fuck needs that? Nobody, so just stay in your lane. It's the safest 
thing to do when you out here in traffic is just stay in your lane. That's it. Um, do not worry about the bullshit, minute battles, last but not least. Worry about the war. The war, the war, people. Mob Deep tell y'all all the time it's a war going on outside. Just worry about the war. Don't worry about these bullshit-ass battles. And, you know, you're going to have, have your fair share of win in the battle department anyway. So I would just focus on the big war if I was anyway. Um. So also, before I get out of here, before I get out of here, before I, before I let go, hold on. Thorough Thursdays. Make sure that you, t- <laughs> you tune in for Thorough Thursday. Um, we We've gotten back to the element, which used to be Friday Friday, but it's now several Thursdays. And we play these music videos by these amazing up-and-coming artists and um, some who've already been been out there, so they underground. You know, we show them love. And so that's what we're doing on a Thorough Thursday. But not only are we doing that on a Thorough Thursday, See what doctors put on the screen. That's a freestyle competition. You know, you saw it on the screen. It tells you everything. I do post um still shots of what I what you just saw on the screen as well as the video on social media as well. So if you want information about that, go to our ambitious ambitiously page on Facebook. Oh, you could try to find my profile. If I made it public, you could probably see it, which is Labora Lee on Facebook. Um, on IG at ambitiously. I should have put that on the screen, but I don't feel like it. Listen, at on at on um IG is Miss underscore ambitiously ENT. Everywhere else is ambitiously ENT. Um, we getting it together over here, people. But yeah, that's happening, and that's what it is. Okay, so I gotta get out of here, Doc. Thank you as usual thank for you coming here. And blessing us with this final exam that I was scared of, even though <laughs> the champ is here. <laughs> yeah, you still got the points. But thank you for having me as usual. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, anytime, honey. Anytime. 
Um, so we get right, get up out of here. I gotta go. I gotta do stuff. You know, I got work to do. We're busy around here these days. Love you and um, good night. Bye. Hey, you big perk.